Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The NFL draft has come and gone, and the Pittsburgh Steelers just move on to what's next. So, what's next? What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts in today. Well, we talk about what's next for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They move on from the NFL draft with seven new rookies on top of seven undrafted free agents and a few guys that they have already invited to rookie minicamp, which is where they're headed in a week. But there's moves to be made for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It doesn't just come and go and they move on and here's their roster. They are looking to sculpt the best 90-man roster possible. And Omar Khan has been very open that, well, If he's going to be aggressive, he's going to be aggressive. It's not just going to be here and there and pick and choose when and when not to make moves. He will always be looking to build the best football team for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I believe that that means that there are still moves to be made for the Steelers in the next coming weeks. But it starts with rookie minicamp. We will talk about trades. There are two of them that I believe are going to happen for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's just a matter of time. But first... They're going to be looking for a few things when they bring their new class of NFL rookies to UPMC Rooney Sports Complex in a week for one weekend to try and prove themselves that they are worthy of a roster spot heading into training camp. And there are a few guys that I think actually have a good shot. I know that a punter isn't the most exciting name on any list, but in Pittsburgh, it is an exciting competition that is definitely going to happen this summer. Adam Korzak was the top punter in college football in 2022. He won the Ray Guy Award. He's from Houston, Texas, but he's originally from Australia, and he's got that Australian-style punting where you run up to the offensive line, essentially, and then boot it. He has the most punting yards in NCAA history, averaging 43.9 yards per punt on his 349 kicks and has landed 145 of those inside the 20-yard line, just seven for touchbacks. The guy knows how to boot a football, and the Steelers are looking for boots because Presley Harvin, whether you like Presley Harvin or not, hasn't secured any job entering year three of his NFL career. And as he nears the end of that rookie contract, the Pittsburgh Steelers are looking to see if there's a possible replacement who's younger. They've already brought in Braden Young. 
or Braden Mann, excuse me, to compete with him from the New York Jets. Now they add a rookie to come in here. He has to win out in rookie minicamp. He's got to prove to these people, to these coaches in two days that he is worthy of a roster spot heading into minicamp, OTAs, and training camp. But if he does so, I believe that he might be the favorite to win this punting competition this summer. And Omar Khan isn't just done with big names there. He actually went and grabbed Hunter Johnson, invited him to rookie minicamp as well. He's a Northwestern quarterback, but that's not where he started. He's an original five-star recruit out of Clemson, who attended Clemson, I should say, who unfortunately ended up behind Trevor Lawrence and then never really got his shot in Clemson. So he moved over to Northwestern, obviously didn't go drafted and has since fallen from that five-star pedigree. But you have to imagine that he's got something in the tank. And if you're going to invite him to compete with Tanner Morgan out of Minnesota during rookie minicamp and kind of prove themselves, I'm going to say that that's a very open competition. That's one that I think both guys have a lot of upside. And even if they're not future starters in the NFL, could be reliable third string quarterbacks for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. And they're looking for at least three quarterbacks. Usually they bring four both of these guys could end up earning roster spots heading into the summer, the 90-man roster spots heading into the summer. And from there, it's just who's better, who's the better third stringer. And I, I honestly, I'm going to say, I think Johnson is a sleeper here. I think he's a guy that could come in here and show that he has some ability to run. He's got some ability to pass. At one point, he showed flashes of, dude, I'm the best quarterback in the country come and get me it didn't all work out it doesn't work out for most guys heading into college but here he is with another opportunity to continue his career and I say that's high hopes and then there's three guys that they signed as undrafted free agents that I believe have a real opportunity to make the 53 man roster let alone the 90 man roster the first one is David Perales a defensive end out of Fresno State he'll be an edge rusher in Pittsburgh this guy comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers after 23 sacks in college, including 11 and a half last season. The guy is a menace, and he's got a stat line that you could never believe. 119 tackles, 23 sacks, as we said, one interception to add to his 11 and a half sacks last season, 16 tackles for loss in 2022, 38 in just a three-year career playing football at Fresno State. He's totaled just 33 games, which means that he has over a tackle for loss per game in his career. That's impressive. Obviously, he comes from Fresno State, and there's going to be questions about, oh, well, is the competition as high there as it is anywhere else? Maybe not. Maybe he does come here, and the NFL competition is so much higher that he can't keep up with it. But I'm going to say this, that if I'm guessing on any of the seven undrafted free agents that the Pittsburgh Steelers signed following the NFL draft, he is my top bet to make this roster. I mean, outside of the quarterbacks, because the Pittsburgh Steelers need quarterbacks. They've been very open that they need a quarterback, and chances are they're going to go with one of these rookies. But if I had to guess any of the rest of them, Perales is the guy that I'm looking at and going, this dude could be a stud. He might outplay Quincy Roche. The Steelers always keep four outside linebackers. They drafted one in Nick Herbig. That's three. Maybe David is the next option, and maybe he's a sleeper 
coming up that could be a preseason hero. The Steelers and their fans love some preseason heroes and turn into that next guy, that next Jalen Warren for the Pittsburgh Steelers, which leads us to a running back. Jordan Bird, who played running back, played wide receiver at San Diego State. He's really a return specialist. And unfortunately, when I look at him and I look at how tall he is, he's 5'8", about 190 pounds. I think of Dree Archer, and that makes me worrisome. Obviously, it should make every Steelers fan worrisome. And until somebody proves that narrative wrong, that will be the cons- the comparison to these smaller running back type guys who don't really have a position. He's a return specialist, and I think that gives him an opportunity to come in here, be the next Steven Sims, beat out Gunnar Olszewski kind of show. Hey, I could take some of the load off of Calvin Austin if that's who people are expecting to be the punt and kick returner this season. And I could just come in here and be that guy, be that returner. And the Steelers have been looking for a returner. They gave it to Steven Sims last year. And I get that he played a little bit of running back or wide receiver, excuse me. But for the most part, Sims made the team to be a return specialist. Jordan Bird can be that guy that makes the team as a return specialist. And then my third name isn't a guy who signed as an undrafted free agent, but a name that will be there at rookie minicamp. And that's Tyler Wiltz, who's next door at Pitt, who just came on the scene very late in his college career. And I think instantly proved to everyone that he probably should have been playing a lot earlier than he was. He's a bit undersized, but in the last games of his career between the Miami finale, which was really a turning point for Pitt and the Sun Bowl versus UCLA. This guy put up 13 tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, two sacks and an interception. It's impressive. It's very impressive. And the Steelers are looking for an inside linebacker. And I don't know if an undersized Tyler Wiltz is the answer there, but I'm going to say that watching Pitt, seeing him play late in the season, I was impressed. And I was impressed enough to think, all right, this guy's actually pretty good. Why didn't he get playing time earlier in his career? And I think that maybe he comes to Pitt and he's a sleeper to be that bottom of the barrel inside linebacker that the Steelers still need on their roster. I'm not going to rule it out, but I'm saying that right now they have three inside linebackers. They probably like four. Wilts could be that guy, come in here and be a special teams guy, maybe play some defense at some point in his career, but certainly a name to watch if he impresses at rookie minicamp. And finally, let's talk about some trades because that's the most exciting part, right? We could talk about who's going to make the team and the the action that the Steelers did immediately following the, the NFL draft, which I think is impressive. Don't get me wrong, but let's talk about the trades. There's two of them. It's Akello Witherspoon and Kevin Dotson, and I think those are the names that are on everybody's mind, but I think they're very realistic. And they're very realistic for two reasons. One, Kevin Dotson and Akella Witherspoon both have starting experience, proven starting experience. You got to remember that. I get that Steelers fans aren't the biggest fan of Akella Witherspoon right now, and they look at him, and all they want to bring up is his final game against A.J. Brown where he was basically playing with one leg, and it was his first game back in six weeks, five weeks, and the Steelers just tossed him out there against one of the best wide receivers in football with zero help whatsoever on the football field. But you could blame that on Akella Witherspoon if you'd like to. In my mind, not the case. I think Akella Witherspoon has proven more than once that he is a capable cornerback in the NFL. I think he's better than all the guys that the Steelers have who will eventually replace him on this roster. And guys like James Pierre, Madri Harper, 
their new corner that they just signed during the NFL draft out of Minnesota, Chandon Sullivan. I think he's better than all of these names. I don't think that long-term he's a better option than Corey Trice, and if Corey Trice shows you that he's worthy of a roster spot, you keep him around, obviously, and you look at Akella Witherspoon's $5 million cap hit and you get a little bit nervous. I get it. It makes all the sense in the world to get rid of this guy. I understand. And the Steelers likely will get rid of him, and they likely will trade him. And I think that Akella Witherspoon has fifth-round value for these guys, maybe fourth, depending on... Who needs a corner in a month or two? But Akella Witherspoon isn't a guy that you just cut and let walk away. He's got value. He's got good value. And I think Omar Khan understands that. Kevin Dotson is the same way. He's got two years of starting experience. I think he's, at bare minimum, a primary backup in every team in the National Football League. And I think he starts on a number of them. I think if the Steelers weren't dead set on changing up their offensive line and just finally getting over the hump of our offensive line stinks and it needs to be good again, Kevin Dotson would be a piece that they looked at and said, I'm really comfortable with him being the fourth or fifth best offensive lineman on our roster. They weren't. They didn't want a worst offensive lineman on their roster. That wasn't their plan this offseason. So Kevin Dotson's going to go. Where do you send him? I don't know. When do you send him? I don't know. What I do know is that at some point he's going to get traded. And I think he holds fifth or fourth round value for this team, which is very good value. If you could get a draft pick for him this early and then have those draft picks ready to be dealt anytime you need them to be dealt between that move and week eight of the NFL season. And worst case scenario, you bring that all the way to the draft. And now you have two fourth round picks and two fifth round picks, essentially, if the Kella Witherspoon trade works out as well. And that's a good bargain to have. That's a good set of cards to be playing with if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers at any point over the next year. But there's just no purpose for either of them on this team right now. You want to give that spot to Corey Trice. I don't think that James Pierre is anything special in the NFL. And I don't think he's better than Akella Witherspoon, but I get that he's cheaper. He's younger. And at this point, you know, you're just looking for a special teams guy. And James Pierre could be a special teams guy. Maybe Madre Harper could be a special teams guy, but you could feel comfortable with those guys competing for the fifth cornerback spot. You're going to go with the offensive line that you just added in Nate Herbig as your backup. Kendrick Green is likely gone as well, but Kevin Dotson's got so much trade value that at some point, you just got to look at it and say, worst case scenario, Spencer Anderson has played every single position on the offensive line. and That's not really a good backup, but we'll take it. It's okay for right now, especially if teams come, come calling for Dotson, and I believe that they will. And that's what's next for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It heads to minicamp. You're going to find out what rookies are real and what rookies are not. And in the words of a general manager that I've spoken to one time that was not a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the scariest weekend that you will have as a general manager because you have to see if these guys are real. And once they get on the field, if everything that you hope in them matches the draft pick that you made for them, and you're not going to know that until they step on the field. And right there, you're going to get nervous. And those nerves even get higher as training camp comes on and the pads come on and you see who could really play football. But you're going to go to rookie minicamp and try to find who's real and who's not. You're going to go to OTAs and minicamp and find out who's real and who's not. Then you're heading into the summer 
By then, I expect trades to be made. And then you just figure out which part of your 90-man roster is best. Steelers draft was very exciting. What comes afterwards is even more exciting. Football is back. And Omar Khan and his aggressive, quote-unquote aggressive, con artist play, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Because the Steelers, they're hunting for the best team possible. And they truly believe that this could be a Super Bowl run for them, if not this year, next year. And that starts right now.